Welcome to Decoding Security. With all the recent major hacks we've heard about in the news, it's easy to think the hackers are just going after the big guys. I'm too small to be hacked. This really couldn't be further from the truth. Today, Jessica and Michael will be discussing why you're not too small to be hacked. Major news break in the world of WordPress this week. Version 4.8.3 release, which contained a critical security patch related to the WPDB object that some plugins rely on to connect to the MySQL database that powers a WordPress site. There was a flaw reported in this object by security researcher Anthony Ferrara, who practiced responsible disclosure and contacted WordPress. And WordPress is recommending that you apply the security update immediately to close any potential vulnerabilities that plugins or themes using this object on your site might have. Uh, It's important to note that it's not a vulnerability in the actual core code of WordPress, but rather in a contingency that some plugins and themes use. So get out there and update your WordPress. What else is going on in the world today, Mikey? Uh, Well, last week, Google awarded three bug bounties totaling over $15,000 to a researcher who identified some security flaws in Google's incident tracking service. To the uninitiated, bug bounties are programs that are launched by organizations in order to incentivize security testers to identify and report vulnerabilities that they find in their applications and services. The idea here is that if I I'm a hacker and I find a flaw that gives me unauthorized access to that system, I have a profitable and legal avenue to report these findings to the people who can fix them rather than doing something malicious with it that could get me in legal trouble. In this case, the researcher identified a number of flaws that ultimately allowed him to create Google.com email addresses. The thing here is that only Google employees should have Google.com addresses as opposed to gmail.com. So having an address on that domain without permission is something Google would certainly want to address. Bug bounty programs are a great way to become aware of flaws that are in your organization's network security But I'm sure a number of you are thinking to yourselves, well, my business is too small for any of that stuff to matter. And this is going to kind of roll us into our larger topic of our show today. You are never too small to be hacked. It's actually reported that 60% of small businesses that experience some sort of hack or cyber breach or attack actually end up going out of business within six months of the attack. The U.S. National Cybersecurity Alliance is also reporting that the average price for a small business to clean up after their business has been the victim of a cyber attack is approximately $690,000. And if you're a medium-sized business or mid-range, that actually almost doubles to over a million dollars. It's also been reported that small businesses are hit by 62% of the reported or known cyber attacks, which roughly works out to about 4,000 sites per day being attacked, according to IBM. Well, and it really makes sense when you think about it, right? There is a ton more small business sites out there than there are large business sites. Your larger companies are going to be more likely to identify when attack is taking place rather than just sort of letting everything slip by. And they don't have the infrastructure to really be a hardened target, you know. So whether the motivation is there or not, you know, maybe you're not Equifax. Maybe we can't steal 143 million social security numbers for your website. But your web server is great at sending spam email, and I would love to get a few of those. When my target 
is irrelevant when all I want is an infected website, period, either to be using as a pivot point to launch some other type of attack or adding to my botnet that I'm going to do a DDoS with later. It doesn't matter who's on the other end of that as long as it's an open door that I can walk through and install something on. That's exactly on point, Mike. Cyber criminals are not looking for the most data they can breach in most cases. They're looking for the best attack surface. And small businesses, even some medium businesses who probably aren't employing a full-time web developer or a full-time cybersecurity expert or even a full-time IT expert in some cases, end up being soft and squishy, easily penetrable targets. Maybe they can only get 100 records or maybe they can only send 100 spam emails before they get caught and shut down on that website. But if they can multiply that across, say, a thousand soft, squishy business websites, their impact is still the same with minimal effort. It it effectively becomes an efficiency issue. Well, yeah. And depending on the type of attack you're trying to launch, if I'm trying to do a spam email campaign, I want as many different IP addresses under my thumb that I can be sending these out from. If I hack the single one biggest server out there and I use it to send spam email, I will send 5,000 emails out in the blink of an eye before that IP address gets flagged and nobody gets an email from it again. So having a wide network there is is very attractive and small business sites are the go-to place for it. And how many of you sitting at home with a business website are thinking to yourselves, I paid a guy once five years ago to build my website and I don't think anybody's looked at it since. I'm sorry, but your site is probably going to be vulnerable to something unless it's the flattest HTML site with no input and no programming ever. If anything is running on the back end of it, it is probably a little bit due for a checkup. And it's probably pretty safe to assume walking into that checkup that your site's already been compromised in some way, shape, or form. The 2016 State of SMB Cybersecurity Report showed that half of all of the 28 million small businesses in the United States have experienced some sort of security breach, which kind of begs the question, what do we do? How do we stop it if I'm a small business owner, right? Luckily, there are measures going on in the EU as well as in the United States. The Senate's going to be debating a bill called the Main Street Cybersecurity Act, which would create a voluntary cybersecurity framework for small businesses. But that still puts the onus on the business owner, right? That's sort of unavoidable. If if you're putting something like this out there on the internet for all to see, it kind of is your responsibility to make sure that you're doing what you can. Now, if you don't know personally how to secure a website or you don't know anybody who does, if you don't want to be paying somebody for this, something has to give somewhere. Whether it's going to be time or money, these sort of efforts have cost. And that's an investment of time, of money, of assets or capital. You have to invest in security awareness for your company. You have to have somebody, whether it's a third-party security suite like SiteLock or another security provider, or you have a guy who's in the office whose job it is to do that for your business. It's getting to the point now where small business owners have to start thinking about this. Even if it's just that one guy in your office who happens to know a little bit more than everybody else about computers, if he's sitting on Google for a day and learning some ways to harden your website, that is infinitely better than never doing it all. There's no point at which you are definitely secure. It's only going to be a matter of how much can I do with what I have. And the worst possible thing you can do is nothing at all. Right. And websites, and again, unless they're very basic flat sites, but if you don't know how to identify that, then just consider the idea that you are vulnerable. It's not something you can just sort of set and forget. Right. Even for a flat HTML website, 
just because your site isn't vulnerable or isn't hacked doesn't mean that there aren't still rich features like PHP mail or Linux shell access on the server that hosts your flat website, those things may still be vulnerable too if you're using weak credentials. Yeah, if you've got a terrible FTP password, then it doesn't matter where your site lives or what's on it. They're going to get something live on it. Right. Same thing with your with your local computers. If somebody is able to call up Janice at your front desk and ask for your server password, is she going to give it to somebody? Because statistically, yeah, probably. And with that in mind, what one tip would you give to small business owners as we close out this week? So you need to invest in security awareness for your employees, whether investment means spending money on having somebody come out or buying a class or just letting them take some time and becoming more aware of things. Have them look into how to avoid a phishing campaign. Know what emails not to sit at home and open on their computer. Understand not to just plug flash drives that they find on the ground into their desktop at the office. There's a number of little things that are going to all add up and become that sort of sphere of best practices. Because ultimately, maybe you are too small to be identified and and sort of targeted by a nation state level attacker. Maybe a professional hacker out there thinks you're small potatoes, but there are way more of the opportunists than there are of either of those. And those are really the sort of threat that you need to be considering. So what you need to do is make sure that you are are not the low-hanging fruit. It's time to worry more about the hyenas than the lions in the field, right? Yeah, that's actually a really good way. Yeah. Um, so just do the little things that you can. It doesn't necessarily matter if you have the heaviest uh, multi-threaded SE Linux stack running between everything that you've got in the office and the rest of the internet. Just do enough to not be the easiest thing ever to hack, and it's going to do wonders. Thank you, Jessica and Michael. Security is definitely something that we all need to be thinking about, no matter what size business we may have, even on our personal websites. It was great hearing some of the thoughts and tips that you two had for smaller businesses, and hopefully we gave our listeners something to consider. The music, Upbeat Forever by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Decoding Security is hosted by Jessica Ortega and Michael Veenstra, and produced by Topher Tebow for Sitelock. Sitelock.